Welcome to the Mo Therapy Podcast. Glad to have you here. A quick reminder that you are inherently worthy and this is not a substitution for therapy. Additionally, any technique I suggest is an invitation, not an expectation. I am but a therapist in training and I say this because I want the very best for your mental health. In each episode, I will give a fun fact and a question to ponder, making mental health resources easier to access and sharing information about the path to becoming a mental health counselor or school counselor. In writing this podcast, I realized I had so much to write about self-doubt, and so I extended it to two episodes. One episode will be about self-doubts as a general subject, and the second one will be about self-doubt related to being a graduate student. I bet this is a common experience for graduates. There are a ton of tips out there, so I'm going to focus on what I have tried and not overwhelm you with a bunch of options. It's a goal of mine to provide information that I have realized rather than just theorized, and I want to provide real-life examples to help you understand these techniques and how they can be implemented. And I can't encourage you enough to be a scientist. Make a hypothesis, try things out, see what works, and leave room for future research. Heck, pretend that someone is asking you for advice on this subject. What advice would you give them? So, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about my own personal experiences with self-doubt, a research study on self-doubt across the strata of academic science, and how you can utilize self-doubt through three steps. Acknowledging what you're feeling, reframing your perspective, and connecting to a greater purpose. Starting this podcast reminds me of a time when I was in Guatemala. I was 19 years old. It was the summer after my first year of university. I was backpacking by myself for the first time, and I made friends with this woman who was an English teacher for a wealthy family that owned a house on Lake Atalan. She let me hang out on our private dock, and we would hang out in this really cool sheltered rooftop during the monsoon downpours while we were drinking fresh orange juice and eating chips and guacamole. It's so wild to think about how many different ways there are to live a life. So one day I was hanging out on her dock enjoying a warm summer day and I wanted to jump into the blue crystal water. I don't remember how long it took me to finally jump in the water but I remember it took so long like more than it should have taken a reasonable person to jump in. I was fighting back and forth with myself as to whether to stay on the dock where I knew what the temperature was or to jump into the water not knowing if it was going to be refreshing or painful it was the age-old fear of taking a risk not knowing if i would sink or swim pun intended and to be honest i'm feeling those same feelings with starting this podcast i've been thinking about this podcast for months I have numerous drafts typed out for episode topics, a spreadsheet, on Instagram. I've brainstormed branding and taglines. I am so ready to do this. And still, it's so hard to press record. In the Unlocking podcast with number one New York Times bestselling author James Clear, he talked about how when he first started his business, he came up with 30 different business names and was trying to figure out the perfect branding for his business cards. Fast forward to today, after selling more than 5 million of his copies worldwide, guess what? He never uses a business card. We sometimes try to mitigate foreseeable pain through planning. But overplanning can be a way of procrastination. And at one moment, you're just going to have to take the leap, knowing that you don't know everything and you don't have everything set up. But you have 
the courage to take the leap and the faith that it's going to work out. Every human that dares greatly has self-doubt. And that's okay. Actually, it's more than okay. There is research that backs that self-doubt can actually be an asset to aid you in your journey. So, fun fact. A 2005 research study by Joseph Hermowitz titled Scientists and Self-Doubt Across the Strata of Academic Science examines the theory that he thought in the beginning but then later disproved. But this was his theory in the beginning. He thought that as productivity rises, self-doubt about accomplishments dissipate because scientists standing in the scientific community have been affirmed through publication. And taking publication as a form of recognition, we may predict that the most recognized are in turn the most doubt-free. And by contrast, we may assert that where productivity is low, self-doubt will be intense. It turned out after his research that this was opposite of what he thought was actually true. He interviewed 60 scientists from various levels for an average of 90 minutes. And from this, he found that self-doubts about work accomplishments grip scientists across productivity strata, but these self-doubts grow more uniform as productivity increases, meaning that as scientists advance in their careers, the more likely they are to experience self-doubt, even after they have accomplished so much. He found that even at the top, scientists were not immune to self-doubt and routinely asked themselves, am I good enough? Will I succeed? Do I have what it takes to be successful? And these are highly acclaimed scientists that have published between 100 and 320 24 works. They've been cited more than a thousand times. These are tenured professors at prestigious universities. I found one quote that was insightful on how one of the scientists pushed through her self-doubts. She said, and I quote, I always have doubts about myself. I'm plunged into situations that I feel totally unqualified, unprepared to do, and somehow I have to rise to the occasion. I say two things to myself, and that helps me overcome this awful feeling that I'm not qualified to do X, Y, or Z. One, somebody else thought I was qualified because otherwise they wouldn't have appointed me to do it. And second, in most cases, this is the first time a woman has been asked to do this. And not only do I have to make myself qualified, I have to do a good job because if I don't, there will not be another one so soon. I really feel this burden on me all the time. Not only to perform, but to perform at a relatively above average level. I find this method she uses to overcome self-doubt fascinating. Because if we break it down, she uses three great therapy techniques. One, she acknowledges her feelings of being unqualified and unprepared. And secondly, she reframes her perspective by reminding herself that this perception is just that. It's a perception. And that there are others that think differently. And lastly, she connects herself to a higher purpose. She isn't just doing this for herself. She's doing this to help open doors for other women that will come after her. Connecting to a higher purpose reminds me of a book called A Man's Search for Meaning by Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl. In this book, he explains the importance of identifying a purpose in life to feel positive about and then intensely imagining that outcome. I have two more techniques for you. Well, 
One's a technique, the other one is just a fact. But a technique you can use is to reframe negative thoughts into positive outlooks through reappraisal. For example, you can think of your anxiety as excitement. Both have similar physical characteristics, and so you can trick your brain into thinking that these sensations are there because you're excited, not because you're anxious. I've used this recently when I went skiing for the first time in two years. I was really scared to go down my first hill, but I kept telling myself, I am so excited to go skiing. This is going to be so much fun. Another professor of business at Harvard named Allison Woodbrook did a research study on participants singing karaoke and found that participants who were primed to reframe their anxiety into excitement received higher scores from the judges and felt more confident than those that did not reframe their emotions. I know I've given you a ton of information, but people who experience self-doubt will often put more effort into learning and completing a task. They're more often humble and they're open to learning because they don't assume to know it all. Thus, you can see your self-doubt as a signal from your brain to put in more effort instead of a block to stop you from progressing. There's a famous quote by Maya Angelou where she said, I've written 11 books. But each time I think, oh no, they're going to find me out now. I've run a game on everyone and they're going to find me out. And imagine if Maya let her self-doubt stop her from writing. Like What a loss for society that would have been. So lastly, a question to ponder. In what ways does self-doubt show up in your career or in your education? What helps you when this happens? Man, that is a great question. And I'm going to talk about it on my next podcast, which will be in two weeks because I have work at school. If you were to take away three facts from this episode, uh, Mo has met some really cool people in her travels. Number two, no, it's okay to have self-doubt. No matter how successful you are, you will continue to experience this feeling and that's okay. Having self-doubt is not the roadblock. It's a signal and how you interact with this signal makes all the difference. And lastly, you can leverage your self-doubt by seeing it as a benefit. It will help you to work harder, ask for help, and be open to learning. Clearly, it's not beneficial to be overwhelmed by self-doubt. So if you find yourself in this situation, acknowledge what you're feeling, reframe your perspective, and connect to a greater purpose. And for bonus points, gather up the courage and reach out to someone you trust and share this vulnerability with them. Trust me, you are not alone in experiencing this feeling. And above all else, Encourage yourself to be compassionately curious and try things out and see what works for you. Oh, and by the way, I did jump into the beautiful crystal blue water of Lake Athelan and it was so refreshing. I ended up jumping in over and over again and didn't think twice about it in the future. Well, that's it for my episode. Check out my Instagram, mo underscore therapy, if you can't get enough and want more content. And I'll leave you with this quote from Wendy. Winston Churchill. Perfection is the enemy of progress. Thanks, y'all. Now go take a nap. You deserve it.